This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Two guys right away that I know that you like and that are probably going very high. And I also see them mock to the Eagles and inside the top 10 all the time. Mm -hmm. Let's start with Kyle Pitts out of Florida. And Danny, I'll, I'll pitch a softball out on this one to you. But why should a tight end like Pitts be considered in that top five, top 10 area? Because he's a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he is going to, I think he, it depends on what the teams think. I've seen several uh, reports or whatever you want to call them, tweets, rumors that teams have him ranked highly on their boards as a receiver. There's Ooh. several teams out there that see him as a receiver. Now, is is the, does that mean he's going to be a receiver at the NFL level? I don't know. I think he'll probably play tight end. It's kind of like the, uh, the Chase Claypool argument last year but like on steroids you know what i mean like people like oh he's gonna just transfer he's gonna be a tight end and then he ended up just being a receiver like he was so i'm guessing pitts will end up being a tight end in the nfl but what the discussion really tells you is that this guy has special movement skills he's special with the ball in the air what about like darren waller could would you put it on that level yeah yeah that's actually who i have come to him and i mean last year he led all tight ends in contested catches i think that's Pitt's game too is very good at the catch point you know he's a dominant sort of a catch point bully type guy very good in the red zone like and and waller too like he plays a lot in line and i think Pitts can play in line i think he can do tight end things i know with the eagles like when zach Ertz wasn't the best blocker they just have him on simple stuff it's you know inside the zone with the split flow action and and all that stuff just don't ask him to do too much and i think you can you can live with him there but then what he does as a receiver i think can be really special i think he could be a big uh, mismatch piece and that's really the attractive part about his game it's it's gonna sound like i'm only asking about eagles targets here but they're picking at six so there's a reason for that based (laughs) in the framework of this show there's there's a receiver out there that could help a lot of teams in that area uh he seems like the clear wide receiver one and he's lsu wide receiver jamar chase uh danny this class of wideouts has the potential to be just as special as last year's why is chase Mm -hmm. just seemingly clearly at the front of that charge yeah for me it's sort of his overall skill set and and the fact that I don't have very many concerns. I think the one concern people are are having with him, which doesn't bother me so much, is the lack of like elite speed Mm -hmm. or um, the ability to separate, I guess. But like to me, do you have those concerns about DeAndre Hopkins? Do you have those concerns about Devontae Adams? C.D. Lamb. Yeah, exactly. The same deal. It, It To me, it's like he's He's so skilled at separating late in his routes, getting open at like, you know, the subtle stuff that you see from the best receivers in the NFL where you're never really open. There's like a cliche, you're never really open in the NFL. That's not true necessarily, but I do think like he has the ability to separate late. He has incredible acceleration. He might not be fast necessarily like a 4-4 guy, but he accelerates really fast. He's sudden and... When I found out, like, I watched him before I kind of dug into his measurables. When I found out he was six foot, I was like, what? Yeah, he doesn't That doesn't make that. any sense to me. He looks, he plays big. 
yeah. Alabama wideout Devonta Smith. I think we all get that he's a playmaker and he's exciting, but there's a concern with his size. Can you yeah. elaborate on the pros and cons with his game there? I mean, that's I think the it's a, kind of what I just said. It's like if you're expecting Smith to have him high this high, and I do in the in my rankings, I'm expecting him to be an outlier in the NFL, which is always kind of a like it's always you're always betting a little bit that these guys are gonna you know succeed in the NFL. Like a lot of first round picks fail all that stuff. There's already some risk there. Yeah. Um, and then when you add in the fact that he's, he's listed, I got him at, at 172. Maybe he's, he might even be skinnier than that. Like 165, right. 160. When you say like, when you look at that, that is, it's rare for guys that size, that, that rail thin sort of structure, the frame to succeed, or at least put up big numbers in the NFL. It's just a rare thing. So you have to say, is this guy have the skill set? to be an outlier and go against the grain in terms of what we've seen historically. And I do think he does like for whatever reason. And you said it, he's just like a playmaker. The dude just makes plays. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB nation NFL show, wherever you get your podcasts.